This is Ipsy Weird. So I told the bitch, right? Like, look, you ain't got the 20 bucks, man. You got to give me the waffle back. The waffle back? The blue waffle back or just the regular waffle? No, man, it was like, well, blueberry. Blueberry waffle. Damn right it was a blueberry waffle. That's the only acceptable <laughs> kind of waffle. Bitch better brought the bacon, too. I mean, I'd, I'd do a link. A link? I, I'm good with a link. Even a patty's good for me. But did you, did you give it back to her? No, she fucking took it and ran. Took it and ran? Took it and ran. Motherfucker. Chased her down, beat her face in, and she just left her there. Did she have 20 bucks? No, she had like a nickel. Damn. Did you at least get the waffle back after that? No, it was it was all dirty and covered in blood and guts and... I still would hate it. Pubic hair? I still would hate it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> on that bitch, call it a day. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, that was a good conversation we had, man. All, all of that, all of that leading up to that moment prior to the mic speaking on. 100% great conversation. Solid. Solid, solid, solid. We got nothing, folks. Um, it's a uh, you know whatever. I mean, I've got stuff. It's just a uh, stuff that no, we've I got. A, I got people going. You're gonna play Diablo Four. You're gonna play Diablo Four, right? You're a Diablo guy. You're playing Diablo Four. You're gonna get. You're playing Diablo Four, right? You're playing. Uh, it's like, uh. Well, one hundred percent, you're gonna play Diablo Four. Yeah, mean, we know this. Well, I, I I could pre-purchase it now and start playing now. Oh yeah, the beta, right? The beta's open. Yeah, I saw that the other day. And it's like. Do I get the $70, do I get the $80, or do I get the $100? Let's be honest. But the $100 doesn't even include the game, right? No, 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 no. Uh, there's the $100 that you have standard edition, digital, and then ultra edition. And then the collector's edition is a separate $90. Got it. Okay. So you're going to spend 200 bucks on this game? No. No? No. I'm not, I'm not going to buy the collector. I want the collector's edition, but it's like, if it's not even going to guarantee, like, fuck it, I don't care. Okay. I respect that. That's very... Progressive of you, in that, how many times have I seen you buy the collector's edition of something just because you can? Yeah, just because. Um, you bought the collector's edition of God of War. You never even played the God of War games, but the first, the 2018 God of War, you bought the collector's edition of it. Yeah. Just because. Just because it was there. It was there. Um, you would have bought the collector's edition of Ragnarok had you realized it in time. Yeah, if I realized, oh fuck, it's <laughs> out, I would have, I would have hunted down and got me a. And you haven't even played it yet. You've had access to this game now for weeks. Yeah, it's just it's. I think it's on this table somewhere. Probably, um, you've had access to it for weeks, and you still haven't even touched it. Which says it. which says something, right? I'll like get you, to it. You were gonna buy this collector's edition, and then you didn't. Even but play. if I bought the collector's edition, I would have played it. I would have my own copy. Well, because you would, it would have been the hype of, of launch day, probably. Yeah, and I would have got it, put it in, installed, played it. Because if I if I get the game, like you handed me the game and putting it on my table, I was like, okay, I'll get to it. Me going out purchasing it, I would have put it in the PlayStation, installed it. And since it's there and it's already on, I would have hit play. Fair. And then I probably could have got a couple hours, and if that couple hours hooked me, I would have went through, finished it. That's fair. That's that's fair, I suppose. Um, I pre-ordered another game uh, the other day. Game comes out May twelfth. You haven't even played the first one. It's for Nintendo. Oh, oh yeah, fucking fucking second Zelda, the other yeah, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, whatever. I I don't know. Oh. Once again, I'll buy it. <laughs> You'll never touch it. Um, I pre-ordered it the other day because I was thinking to myself, like, man, this could be the last game I play before the baby's born. It could be. It's real close to, to June. Yeah, I mean, you made a lot of those sleepless nights where you're like, I can't sleep. You might as well just sit in the room with the crib and just play. <laughs> yeah, could be. I'm going to have three weeks off of work after the baby's born. Oh, fuck it, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, it's sleeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to play games with Charlie sleeping in my lap, man. It used to be like MLB, the show, right? Yeah. But 
you know, it doesn't take any fucking concentration or anything involved, but Charlie'd be asleep in my lap and I'd just be fucking playing MLB or NHL. Right, because those are the games I used to play back then because I was lame. Yeah, you play sports games. I loved sports games back then. I used to love playing NHL just to fucking Pavel Datsuk would score, score like nine goals in a game. Right. Unprecedented. Not He'd have a hat trick of hat tricks. Sure. <laughs> that's just not a thing that's ever going to happen in real life. But it was dope. It was fun. <laughs> I'd use different words, but... You know, I got a, here's the thing I did the other day, and I don't know, call me whatever, I don't care. I think I I was in the mood, I was like in the right state of mind, I needed a good cry. Okay. I needed a good, just. You watch Titanic. Yes. <laughs> that one, that movie always gets me. No, uh, Jack. You know, you, you you go into it for the for the car scene, but you stay for the ending. Okay. They have sex in the car, on the boat. Oh, oh, you're still talking about Titanic. Yeah, <laughs> I thought we were moving on to the real thing that you were you, you got into. No, no, I was trying to tie in the Titanic. Fuck off. All right. Anyways, what I have two go tos uh-huh. when I need a solid good, good cry. Okay. You know, you know, you know the two. I might, but I'm I'm blanking. Come on, man. Final Fantasy <laughs> Ten. That's one of them. Uh, and the, the other one is uh, the ending of uh, Return of the King. Oh, Return of the King. I may not be able to carry the ring. You fuck up the line all every the time. Every time. Every time. And that's why you're here to correct me. It's I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. And then you ball your eyes out. Fuck yeah, man. That's f- true friendship. Just as Samwise bricks right in Frodo's mouth. I mean, <laughs> why not? I mean, I don't care. I'm not going to judge what they do after the ring's destroyed. Listen, I um, I hate the fact that we live in a generation where... Because, you know, Sean Astin was in Stranger Things. He was in Stranger yep. Things season two. And we live in a generation where people are like, hey, that guy from Fifty First Dates is in Stranger Things. And I'm like, first of all, Samwise did not carry Frodo just to be called the guy from Fifty uh, First Dates. I'm mad about it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of things where you're just like, you won't, like, people, people won't know who celebrities are. They're like, right. like you like, you don't know who that is. Right, come on, because nowadays, and I had this, I had this whole conversation with myself, because I'm insane, that like, people, like the celebrities don't, don't, like movie celebrities don't hold their status anymore. It's your TikTokers and your YouTubers, mm-hmm. and because I'll be saying like, who the fuck is this guy? Who? Do-? No idea. Right. And you're like, all everybody's like, you don't know who that is. I'm like, I don't have a fucking clue. Because they have 50 million followers on TikTok or some shit. Stupid. But this rewind <clears throat> back needed a good cry. Mm-hmm. I went to I went to Final Fantasy Ten. Okay. Now, watching it by myself is okay. It's better to cry with somebody. Okay. So I find somebody's first playthrough of Final Fantasy Ten, and I just skip to the to the ending part. Just to watch it. Just to just to cry with them. So you cry at the end. You cry at the very end of the game. Whereas me, I don't know. The ending it felt justified at that point, right? Um, it's fucking sad as shit, though. I got more emotional during the Makalania scene. That doesn't matter. That seems okay, because it's like what she go, she runs off and she goes she goes to go marry Seymour, but in reality she's going to go confront Seymour, and then everything goes back. You go in, you get the cool ass scene where you're riding the the lines down the thing to get to the chapel thing, and she goes in, she goes and she spits out, she jumps off the cliff and grabs the bird, and then 
<laughs> I'm summing it up, all right? Malifor was a knight. He didn't, he didn't die to be called a bird. <laughs> a bird. <laughs> a bird with tits, mind you. She didn't die to be called a bird. Malifor was a she. Yeah, it had tits. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, you're like, that bird has very pronounced tits. Yes. Anyways. They go there, and then they, all that shit breaks loose. They leave there, and they're fucking. She's sitting there all upset because shit ain't going right. And it's it's an emotion. And they grab, and they hug, and they kiss, and she he drowns her in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know that whole scene was totally unreal, right? Not for a second did she come up gasping for air, right? Anytime they came above water, he's fine. He's used to playing underwater. But she should have been like, <gasps> yeah. She has no blitzball training. <clears throat> Except she plays it in the second game. I sure I didn't I didn't make it that far in the second game where she was playing baseball. Anyways, that scene is fine. It's more the ending scene because it builds up the whole thing where he comes in there unknowing the world, unknowing what happens, and you slowly figure out, you know, how this world works and the the evil uh, religious corporation running the world and keep the misery going. And you're at the very end where he realizes that he is a dream. Because I don't, I don't go right to that. I go like right when they hit like uh, uh, Xanarkin. Okay. You watch the whole Xanarkin. Thing, Most of it. I kind of skip through some of the, you know, some of the dumb shit. But it's solid. that's when the story really fucking picks up. But right? like right when he gets there, and he, you see the wall of all the all the faith and all that, and he blacks out, and he gets, and he learns that he's a fucking dream, and you learn that Aaron's fucking unsent. And you get there, and he has all this hatred for his dad, and just he finally gets to see his dad, and they they understand what they got to do, and he's like, "Dad, I, I, yeah, he, I fi- hate you." Yeah, he finally gets to go and say what he's always wanted to say, even though it's the wrong thing to say. Yeah, in that moment, it's not really what he felt. Yeah, it's not what he felt, but he like, I have to say this. I I need I need I've been wanting to say this for fucking ten years. I hate you. But it's it's the, not the right moment. It's awkward. It's weird. <clears throat> That's kind of heartfelt, though, because in that moment, Jack, who up to this point, um, as far as Titus, Titus' perspective goes, he's just this fucking asshole. Yeah. Right? This, this selfish fucking asshole. But in that moment, Dad, I hate you. I know. Yeah. It's great. So you get that, and you, you, you get the buildup going on there. And then you, you defeat him. And then you go into Yu Yevin and you defeat Yu Yevin. You're like fucking, or you get stuck on Yu Yevin because you game sharked it. Well, because you suck. <laughs> then you defeat Yu Yevin. You def- you kill all your aeons, all your aeons that you unrealistically used throughout the entire game because Yuna sucks and she's never in the party. And you you never once summon the the Magus sisters or um, Ixion or. But either way, within the lore of the story. These aeons, these companions you had with you the entire game that have been by your side, you now have to summon them and kill them. Mm-hmm. And it fucking it adds more to it. And then at the very she's all right, you Yevon's dead. They start some. They start doing the final sending, sending everybody away. Aaron's going, and he's like, "It's my fucking time. Let, let me go." And you're like, "Fuck, man! Aaron's been there by our side. He's fucking. He's our homie." I wasn't sad when Aaron went. Yeah, I mean, but it, I mean, it just adds to the moment. It's adding to the buildup of like all this shit going down. Yeah. Then at the very end, he goes, Titus is like, I gotta go. See you, bye. I gotta go. And then he just goes to start walking off, and she runs after him, and she fucking runs through him and falls and hits the ground. 
and just the look on her face and everybody the shock it's just that's that's when it hits you that's when it's like he's like i gotta go i gotta fucking i gotta go see you later you're about to cry on the mic <laughs> she runs after him but that's not even that's that's still sad it's still built i'm still building up to a certain moment is that sad and then either japanese or english translation i love you japanese thank you whatever fine he gives her the hug. He jumps off. He fucking high fives his dad. Here's the most important scene. She's at the fucking dock, whistling for him. Mm-hmm. He's whistle. I'll come running. Yep. And she's just sitting there fucking whistling for him. Fucking killer, man. You're in the mood for a cry right now, man. A little getting, bit, because you're getting there, buddy. I watched Listen. ten different people get to the ending of Final Fantasy Ten yesterday and cried all every ten all ten times. Listen, I I'm watching you recount this story and. I wish I wish we could I wish people could see this, but like the visual is like your face you're just you're you're picturing this story in your head as you're telling it. You're staring off into nothingness because all you can see in front of your eyes is this scene that you're painting from this fucking from the ending of this game. And so you got all that build up that you worked with all these companions, you worked with all these Aeons, you got your you got Aaron who has been uh, who helped your father, you know, uh, bring the calm. He's helping you. He's there. He's been your mentor. You got this. You got everything. Final Fantasy X is the perfect game. Perfect story. Not perfect game. There's some issues. But perfect story. It is. I will say, um, I, I just thought of this. Just thought of this. I don't like... I get killing all the Aeons in the end, right? That's supposed to be symbolic, right? They've been with you the entire journey. And now you have to destroy them effectively because they're going to turn into sin if you don't. Then you gotta kill the beetle afterwards. I mean, the Beatles is pointless. Yeah, but that happens in a lot of Final Fantasy games, like Sephiroth at the end of Seven. I mean, but that was ceremonial, right? Sephiroth at the end of Seven was ceremonial. Yeah. Right, but the Beatle, Yu Yevin, I'm calling him the Beatle. Yu Yevin, while yes, Yu Yevin himself is ceremonial, to symbolize him as a fucking Beatle. Yeah, I mean, th- like I said, the ending's not great. Like it would have been cool. Like you kill all the ants, and then Yu Yevin's just like. Little tiny bug, it's kind of kind of whack. Could have been like a super mega fucking ultra boss battle, but it, or it, it could have at least been something cooler, yeah. right? Like even just the spirit of you, Yevon, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we get the best. I say it's not it's not a perfect game, right? It's a perfect story, it is. I mean, it's solid. You can't you can't deny it. All of the you uh, got you got a racist guy in there that changes his ways. He's not racist. He's no, no, he's racist. Yeah. yeah. No, he's, he's totally racist, yeah. And he changes way because it, you realize as soon as you don't realize that there are different species or different race, you can get along with them just fine. You think they're just like you. It's like, oh, this person's per. I love this. This person's awesome. What? You're Albert? Yeah. And then he's like, I hate you now. It's like, why? And they question this. Like, why do you hate me now? You didn't hate me a minute ago, but you hate me now because you found out I'm a different race. And, and then his whole world changes when he finds out Yuna's half-breed. Yeah, and then <laughs> the the girl the girl you've been protecting is mixed race, and you find out this church and this religion you love so much is corrupt as fuck. Oh yeah, and your whole world falls apart, and you realize that you live your life ridiculously, and you need to change the way you think, and he changes the way he thinks. Yeah, it's a humbling experience. It's a definitely a humbling experience to think that this whole thing you've you've grown up respecting and following your whole life is a sham. We should talk to Christians. <laughs> <laughs> but that leads me to I I landed on, I can't remember her name 
But it, it, was, it was a lot. Of, I watched a lot of females play. Females cry better. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't. I don't know if there's something sick about me. I I wasn't like enjoying them crying, but it was just a. Well, they get into their feels a lot more. Yeah. Right. Like it's true. It's absolutely true. They get into their feels a lot stronger than men. But then I watched her, and then and then it was like her. Uh, it was Final Fantasy Nine showed. Up. I'm like, oh, she played Final Fantasy Nine. There's some good moments in there. It's not as strong as ten, but it's some good moments. So we'll go and watch your nine, and you watch that, and you're like, all right. And it's like, oh, she she played seven. She played not remake. She played seven, and you're like, all right, I, I'm gonna, I gotta watch her play seven now, and she and she already knew about the the Aerith death. It's kind of hard to be a gamer in 2023 and not know about I mean, a death from 25 years ago. These were all recorded like. Four years ago, even so, they were, yeah, this this scene happened twenty years prior. Yeah, it's hard to not know about it. You and you're watching it, and then she knows of she knows of Zach, she knows of uh, Aerith and Cloud. She but she only knows them by name through Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, okay. So and then as she's experiencing Seven, she they, you first see Zach, and she's like, oh my god, that's Zach, and she's like, I know that guy from Final Fan- from Kingdom Hearts. I don't know which one. He, I can't remember which so one. What, so you're, you're talking about the flashback scene in Nibelheim? Yeah. When they finally show Zach because Cloud's having a mental breakdown? Yep. And then, but you, she goes and she experiences all that and you're like, she had the right, she experienced Final Fantasy VII the correct way. Yeah. Because she, uh, if she didn't play Final Fantasy VII and then she just waited for the remake, it would have been completely different. Yeah. Because, but now I get to watch some of that freshly played Final Fantasy VII. Then... Freshly played Final Fantasy VII Remake. Somebody that's not like super stuck in the lore and stubborn with the nostalgia and like I, it needs to be like this, you know, like me. Uh-huh. And she, she's playing it. And now I, I watch, I didn't just skip, like, because I had to watch the whole thing. I didn't just skip around to like the good key moments. I, I watched basically most of her playthrough. I mean, was it like solid 40 hours long or? Or was well, it clipped? Her, her, like her, she shortened them down into like seven different videos. Okay, but I still skipped a couple parts. But I'm I'm watching it, and the 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 beginning of that game, the beginning of Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's solid. It starts off exactly the same, basically. Start, yeah, but even the the added stuff that I I watched the video where people were complaining about, like we didn't need all that added shit. Like, like they wanted the pure one to one. I think the extra stuff you do with with Jesse mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. The more time you get to spend with Biggs and Wedge makes their death more important. Unfortunately, they don't die, but because <laughs> I know, I know, I be, because it makes that time you spent with them less important. It makes that time when you're climbing up that tower to get the Rufus. I think yes, and uh, Wedge is unknown. You like you don't know what's happened to Wedge yet, but Biggs is there. Well, no, wait, no. Rufus isn't at the top of the tower. Well, maybe he is. Yeah, no, you're running. Well, you're running up to the top, and that's when you run into the uh, the Turks. Yeah, you you run into them. Yeah, I don't think you're. Well, Rufus shows up there, right? Ru- no, Rufus is in the um, Shinra building. All right, I'm uh, yeah, I'm jumping ahead. But yeah, you're in that. You no, know, because that's. I'm. I'm. Gonna, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Is is the scene where you're running up the, the tower after everything's exploding? Mm-hmm. And you run into like Wedge. You don't know if he's alive or not. Biggs is in that building, and he gives his last couple words. And then you put him down. And he's like, "Fuck, he's dead." And then you run up the tower more, and you run into Jesse, and you have a real fucking serious moment with 
Say, hey, you can't die yet. You still owe me a pizza. You're right. I, I do owe you a pizza. And then she fucking just croaks and dies. And you keep running up. And it's like, it makes it makes that scene, which also doesn't exist in the original, it makes that more because you spent some time with them. You went to her mother's house and all this shit. But then, later in the game, they slap you in the face going, hey, look, Biggs is in the hospital right now. And you're like, wait a minute, I watched him die. Yeah. See, I don't remember that for some reason. I don't. Maybe I'm just too wrapped up in the original story to not really remember the changes. Yeah. But I don't remember that. So moment. Wedge survives, Big survives, and I think isn't there like a cutscene that shows that Jesse's still okay as well? Fuck, I don't remember. But that's the only one that's still up in the air if she's alive or not. But the other two make it out. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I mean, this uh, part two comes out it's supposed to be like the end of this year. And I'm going to have to replay the first one before it comes out again just to give myself a refresher. That's, that's what I, I, watching this person, like, and I'm watching like their like, their clipped version of it. And I'm sitting like, man, that beginning was so good. Like, all that and the extra stuff with Aerith and then the whole, the, the, the whole uh, wall market is great. Fucking Cloud being all, like, dancing all gay is great. <laughs> it's the only way I could put it. I'm not trying to be hateful or mean, but it's super fanboying the way he, he's dancing. That was the better word, flamboyant. <laughs> it came to me afterwards. All right? We're going to chop this one up. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's, you, gay's not a slur. I'm not using it in a... I know. I know. I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> it's just... Um, anyway. But, like, that's all great. It just it falls apart. Like, roughly, like, after, like, it just starts to slowly come apart. Like, they show you... They're, during the plate falling... Now, this is a theory, and it's not 100% proven. I've talked about it before, where how Aerith already knows the events of Final Fantasy VII, and she she knows the outcome that's going to happen. Yeah. And when you play the game, if you played Seven and you're playing Seven Remake, anytime a whisper shows up, that's when something's being altered yep. and changed. Timeline's changing, yeah. And it's when uh, Aerith goes to the bar to go get uh, Maylene. Marlene? Marlene. Marlene. And... She's like Marlene's all upset and crying, and she hugs her, and then the, the, you get the little whisper kind of like filter on the screen, a little flash, and she's completely calm and fine, and that's to indicate that Aerith gave Marlene the information that everything's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I know what happens. We're all gonna be safe and fine here, and she goes, Shh, "Don't tell anybody," and she, so that, that's a little irritating point. Then there's there's a there's a scene before that where the clouds having one of his Mako fucking poisoning fits. Where he's seeing Sephiroth. Well, like right before he even sees that, he sees the scene of her dying. Okay. And the fucking uh, holy coming out of her, uh, the holy material coming out of her ribbon and trucking down. Like you get to see that scene. And if you've never played seven. That means nothing to you. It means nothing. So why show it? Yeah. It's because fucking Aerith already knows. Yeah. Then you get not one, not two, maybe three, maybe four scenes of the ending of Crisis Core in fucking Final Fantasy VII Remake. Man, I'm not remembering half of this shit. It's been... When did that game come out? Three years ago? I haven't played it in three years. You you get to see the scene of... uh, of all the troopers standing there 
And then Zack's sitting there getting ready to fight the horde of troops coming. That's the very end of Crisis Core. Mm -hmm. Then you get to see the scene with him. Uh, you get to see this. Uh, you get to see with a scene with him in Cloud, like like a beforehand scene before that fight happens. You get to see him and Cloud like stumbling and walking away from whatever battle they were just at before the scene happens where all the guards come after him. Then you get to see the scene of Zack dying and Cloud getting the sword. Like and fucking saying like whatever the hero line like I forget I forget the exact quote of well, the you'll be my living legacy yeah or? you'll be my living legacy and something about being a hero yeah and he picks up the sword and says thank you and walks away that's in seven remake okay and you're like okay like, you don't need to show all the Zach stuff yeah I think <clears throat> and here's my personal take on it right and I think and and we've definitely talked about this before. The reason I give remake slack for what it is is because I am of the opinion that this game is it's not a one for one. It's not it's it's not even the same game. It is essentially an alternate alternate reality in which the timeline is being skewed. Right? So Aerith being an ancient can it has has abilities to see this, but that also means Sephiroth, who's also an ancient. Yeah, because Sephiroth knows what's going. Sephiroth is the one that's messing with the timeline. Yeah, Sephiroth is the one messing with the timeline, and effectively, Aerith is the one trying to maintain the timeline. Yep. Right, and that makes it not a sequel necessarily. Yeah, it's but just an alternate. A, yeah, it's a companion. I'm I'm roughly okay with it. I'm just don't like the way it's gone about. Right. Well, and that's because you know we're we're nostalgic for the original. We wanted a one to one. Yeah, and then the ending fight, like the, the, it all falls apart. Sure, show me all these cutscenes that if you never played any of the games, none of it makes sense to you. And maybe it'll be a surprise for somebody who lives under a rock that discovered Final Fantasy VII Remake and doesn't know Zack's story and this story. Because all that's kind of fan service. The first time you meet Sethiroth is fan service because it's the fire behind him and the whole little scene. It's recreating that scene in, the, in an alleyway. Mm -hmm. hey, right off the bat, we know Sephiroth is our bad guy. In original Final Fantasy VII, you we, don't know that Sephiroth is your bad guy till a good chunk in. Which thought it was Shinra. Yeah, you're just fighting Shinra. And it's not until you get into Shinra and you see the dude dead with the fucking... And even then, it's still vague. Like, yeah, is Sephiroth our bad guy or is he also just fighting Shinra? But we know he is this powerful being and we need to be careful. Yeah, it's not until you get to, like... Uh... I mean, really, it's like Junin. Yeah. Right, where you... Because that's where... Is it Junin where where they're they're attacking the weapons coming out from the crater? Like the weapons start coming out of the crater and then that's when you learn that Sephiroth is frozen in the crater. Yeah. Right? So I re I think it's that moment is kind of where we really figure out that Sephiroth is the bad guy of this of this game. Yeah, so it, it takes a minute to get there and you're just like and but right off the bat this is like here's your villain. Or did Aerith die before that? I don't know. I don't remember anymore. She, well, I know she dies at the end of disc one, but I can't remember. I don't remember where Junin is. Yeah. But yeah, no, you, you definitely find out when Aerith dies that fucking... Yeah, if you didn't know by then, you definitely know by the time Aerith, Aerith dies. But this, uh, right off the bat, this game just goes, South Park is our villain. And you're like, well, that kind of ruins a little bit of stuff. Yeah. And you're like, you, like, how come it just... If you want to do an auction, like, South Park is fucking with the timeline. Somehow he's still alive from... Because you have to count in. This is why I don't like stuff like this. Because you got to go back into the original game, play all that out, 
And at some point in there, during when we're killing him at the end, or he's making plans within there somewhere, he decides that, you know, I'm going to go back in time and try to rewrite history. So at some point, he st- he either survived at the end of Final Fantasy VII or some point during Final Fantasy VII, he had to make the decision to either clone himself or do something to where he could be able to go back in time and try to change the outcome. Yeah. And it just gets wonky because they start messing with things. Because if he knew prior that he needs to go back in time, then how do he know that? Or if he's going back in time, then the, the events aren't lining up. Or like if he already went back in time, walk him, this timeline's not messed. Or this, it gets all wonky and weird. And I don't like shit when it gets all wonky and weird. Right. Well, also, man, I'm probably remember, my my seven knowledge is really kind of lacking these days. It's been it's been a long time, but don't we find out in seven in the original seven? Don't we find out Sephir- the real Sephiroth is actually dead? I think so. And who we're fighting is not necessarily the real Sephiroth. Well, it's a clone of. It's him. a clone of Sephiroth, yeah. Which which brings apart or brings about Crisis Core when we learn about clones and Genesis copies and Angeal copies and shit like that, right? But they perfected Sephiroth or something like that. So, are we just fighting a Sephiroth copy? I don't know. Yeah, or is this a completely different copy? Is that somebody? Later down the timeline, but you also you get the 500 years later bit, like when you finish Final Fantasy VII, you get the 500 years later where fucking it's all frozen over. So like they like thousands of years later, someone goes, "Hey, we found we found a copy of Sethiroth. Let's fucking boot him back up." And fucking and you go, "What the fuck? This is all right. Let's fucking let's rewind." Like I don't. Maybe we'll get an answer to that. I don't know. I just don't like the way it's done. I don't like the whole ending. It's too Kingdom Heartsy. Yeah, I mean, well, you can blame that on Tetsuya Nomura. Yeah, but you, you even get, you get the whole one wing angel fight. You get the whole fucking Omni Slash fight. Like they do the, the the ending of Final Fantasy VII. You do in part one of this remake, mm-hmm. where and he just Seth Rogen goes, "Not yet," and you're like, "Fuck." It. That was a good impression. It sounded just like him, honestly. I don't. I'm not. <laughs> But it's just like it's, it's the ending of that game. Like I wanted, like watching this, watching this person play it. I was like, man, I need to go back and replay it. By the time I got to the end, I was like, I fucking hate this game. <laughs> Damn, with a passion. But like, you remember when that game came out? Like we couldn't put it down. Oh yeah, I fucking, I was like, I'm about to be, I, I got to be working two hours, and I haven't gone to sleep yet because I got out of work, played it, and I was like, it's four o'clock in the morning. I got to be working at six. Yeah, right. So you just didn't sleep that night. But no, I mean, like I, I get, I get that. That's how I was when it came out too. I got it like the day before release because GameStop let me get it early. And I was like ecstatic. I came home and I booted it up after playing the demo because right? the demo came out and they let you get through the first uh, the first mission, right? the first reactor basically in the demo. Um, and that was dope. I loved it. And I was like, I am in here. I'm in this game. And I got hooked in it. Um, but I mean, by the end of it, I mean, fact of the matter is it's forgettable. A lot of it's forgettable. Yeah, I get- I'm, 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 I'm example of that. I don't remember a lot of this stuff that you're talking about. I guess, I mean, maybe that was just, even though, even though I didn't just, I, I just recently watched it, but a lot of this stays with me, all my gripes with it. But that's because I'm an asshole. It's like, God damn you. Well, and you Ten- had and you had gripes. Gripes tend to, negative feelings tend to stick with us longer than positive feelings, right? I didn't have any major gripes with it, but I didn't look at it as a one-to-one either. I looked at it like a, a an entire recreation. Yeah, well, is it like a one-to-one's a bad term. I don't want to get into it, but I, I didn't want... The the act the the exact same exact same game like I like the the new engine the new fighting system like all oh, that's fine the added stuff is great just don't mess with the story yeah 
Like I don't I didn't need to be one when you could add all the like add a bunch of shit. All the extra shit we do, all the extra little side quests, all that cool shit. You do all that shit for that school teacher, then later you find out she works as a stripper. It's fucking great. Hello. <laughs> I got twenty bucks and ones right here. <laughs> I got a waffle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the waffle back early. Um but yeah, I don't know. I just like I I went on this whole trip, but that was my yesterday. Was me watching this girl play uh Final Fantasy games. Better than my yesterday, man. You know what? You know what my yesterday was? I did it, man. I completed the Pokedex in Scarlet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was it, man. That was it. Ashley's been playing Violet more. We got into these big raids that came up, and we started doing those, and I finished my Pokedex. It's like, fuck it. I finally did it. I finally did it. And now I don't want to touch it anymore. I don't even want to fucking touch it anymore. It's over for me. I've done everything I needed to do in that game. Now I'm bored. It was boring the whole way. <laughs> Actually, honestly, I will say this. Despite its bugs, because its bugs are plentiful, narrative-wise, it's arguably the best Pokemon game that's ever come out. Sure. Narr- narratively. I don't care. It, it, needs to be, it needs to run better for me to even touch it. Right, and I I don't disagree with that, because um, its bugs are plentiful. They've patched some of them along the way. It's gotten better since launch, admittedly, but... Narratively, like I said, it is like arguably the best Pokemon game out there. Sure, I don't care. Don't give a fuck. Uh, I'll play it eventually. I'll play it when it's all fixed. Sure. I'll play it when they port it over to like when somebody grabs it and make, we can fucking emulate a Switch and someone fixes it on PC. I'll play it then. Fair. That's fair. I don't disagree with that. Um, otherwise, no, I haven't. I haven't done anything real crazy this week, man. It's a uh, I'm just thinking about like these next few months. I need stuff I need to do in these next few months. Next week I get to re- uh, rearrange my whole house. Like that's going to be a highlight of a highlight for me. It's something I've been waiting for. Rearranging my whole bedroom, moving the TV to a more comfortable location to where I don't have to lay in my bed sideways just to look at my TV. <laughs> I can actually lean back against my headboard and see my TV straight on. But then I have to move the computer out to the living room. Yeah, I was saying, I, the first thing that came on my mind is just take the computer and put it in the living room because no one uses the living room anyways. That's exactly what's going to happen. We're going to, I'm going to move some stuff out of the living room, clear a corner in there, set up the computer bench in the corner. Um, I've talked about possibly letting Charlie use it at some point, but I swear to God, I'm not installing Epic so this kid can play fucking Fortnite on the computer. You know, no, no, you just fucking play it on your PlayStation, kid. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I just, I haven't done shit. I've been just looking at games to play. I this is a couple. I I don't know if I I could do Ragnarok. You should. I don't know. I could finish Crisis Core because I'm at the fucking ending battle. I just need to fucking finish it. That's whatever. I don't care if you do or don't finish that. You've you've seen it. You've played it. it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, I could. I could play Hogwarts for the fifth time. <laughs> well, you didn't complete it four times. You just got to a certain point four times. Yeah. I could, uh, I was thinking about Final Fantasy I That's another one I think you should do. But I can't tell you to do multiple at once, because I wouldn't do multiple at once. I would die. Then the, with Square Enix had this other JRPG that came out not that long ago, November last year. Uh, Harvest Stella. I've heard about it. It seemed okay, but it's one of those things you gotta grow crops and get your fucking things and craft this and craft that and 
like a life simulator, but there's RBG elements to it. And could I interest you in Scarlet Nexus? No. Okay. I don't know what it is. It's a Bandai. Um, how do how would I describe it? It's a fucking. It's a JRPG. It's like anime JRPG though. It's like the storytelling, the narratives for the storytelling. They're not like. Some of them are pre-rendered cutscenes, but some of them are also just like face here talking, face here talking. Yeah, I'll pass. I'll pass. Uh, what else I got? Um, Resident Evil Four remake. I can't play that. I don't know. I never got another Resident Evil games. Four is the the because one, two, and Code Veronica are completely different from four. Because those were the static cam, like hallway camera, and like the fixed camera. Ford changes all that, and it's a little better. It's a little bit more playable. I like it. I might grab it. Diablo 4. It's coming around. When's that come out? Uh, 6623. <laughs> they, they were trying for the 666. <laughs> I get it. They just missed it by a few years. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so June 6th, that comes yeah, out. Yeah, but if I if I pre-order it now... You could open the... But, but is the beta going to stay open until the game launches? I don't fucking know. Probably not. I'd imagine they'd shut the beta down, fix the problems with it, and then reopen it. So you're going to play it for a couple weeks, and then they'll shut it down, fix it, and launch it. I mean, you could, right? I guess you could. Is it full, though? Is it a full beta? Like, you could play the entire I, game? I don't know. Okay. I was going to say, like, if you could, in theory... Play the whole game on the beta version. Beat it before it even comes Beat out. It before it launches. That's pretty dope. And as long as my character stays, and I'm like, I'm already ready for in game. Yeah, that's another thing, right? Does it carry? These are these are all very important questions I think about when I play when I do betas, right? Does my character carry? If my character carries, I'll, I'll dump some time into this thing. But if my character's not gonna carry, I might give it a try, but I'm not gonna dump hours into it because I'm just gonna have to redo it again later. Yeah, but Diablo games are kind of like that. But you could play if you could play through the entire story through the beta. You could take your time, take your pace, play the game, listen to the story, watch the story, and your character's gone. When when uh, when launch day comes out, you can just immediately start grinding for end game. Just rush the story. Fuck it, I don't care. Get gear, get to end game. Start fucking Ubers. That's true. That's fair. I guess. I don't know. Uh, that's that's hard for me though. I hate seeing my progress just go away. Um, well, I mean, it, like Diablo is that kind of the, the game where you're just getting to the end to grind for gear. Yeah, you're just grinding. So if you can play through the entire story and get the entire experience, and then your character's gone, ah, it's gone, and then you just start a new character to start grinding because you 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 should know layouts, you should know how like what skills you want with this, what trees you're going through, what gear you kind of want, and you be like, all right, I know what I need to get, and you just fucking be there with everybody day one, running to get the gear and be be first or something. If you that matters to you. Yeah, but listen, hear me out, man. Prime example. Near Automata. I'm never going to play this game again. It, well, at very least, I'm never going to reopen my save file again. At best, I'm going to start a new game. At the end of the game, to get the true ending or whatever, spoiler alert, there is a section where you have to go through the credits and you're you're fighting stuff in your ship in the credits. But when you're, when you're repeatedly failing over and over and over again, it says don't give up. And people come and join you to help you get through these credits. Those people are people that sacrificed their save file to come send help to you. And then after you're done, after you complete it, it gives you the option to delete your save file to help someone else. I couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking do it. I couldn't bring myself to delete this save file that I just deleted or that I just completed. But what's it? It's not. 
What does it matter? It doesn't. It really doesn't. That's the point I'm making. I couldn't bring myself to delete this to help someone else through. I justified it in my head like, oh, plenty of other people are doing it. They'll get through it just fine, right? But it is like, it is, I can't say impossible. I'm sure the first person in the world had to do it on their own. But like, it is damn near impossible to get through the credits alive to, to see the ending. It is damn near impossible. You need that help. But I couldn't give myself up. I couldn't delete my save file for somebody else to get that help. I still have it. It's still saved <laughs> on my on my system. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to let go of it. But I'll never touch it again. At best, if I ever play this game again, which I don't even own it. I played it because it was on PlayStation Now. It was free at the time. I don't even own it. But if I ever play this game again, I'm never going to open my old save file. I'm going to start a new cop. Uh, start a new game. Do it all over again. But I'm still going to have my original save file. <laughs> Meaningless. It is meaningless. Now, in, in Near Replicant, I did delete my save file because you actually have to delete your save file in order to get the true ending. But, spoiler alert, it comes back. You don't hard delete it. You think you hard delete it, but then you get to a point in the story and it all comes back. Sure. It's dumb, right? It's dumb stuff. It's all fucking the creator of Near just likes to be a dick. That's what it is. But, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm like that, right? So the point I'm making is putting all this progress into a game or a character just to lose it all is really hard for me to let go of. Yeah. The only way I can play Minecraft is if I select hardcore and you, when you die, you just came and go back to the world. Your character's like dead. Permadeath. Yeah, permadeath. Yeah. It's the only way I can play fucking Minecraft because at that point, it doesn't, doing anything else in Minecraft, it doesn't fucking matter. That's There's like, no stakes. That's like watching watching somebody do uh, Kaizo Ironmon, Pokemon. He gets all the way to the champion. All the way to the champion, and he dies. That would be heartbreaking to me. That'd be like the worst feeling in the world. I've put all this time into this one fucking Pokemon. Made it all the way to the champion. I thought I had it. It was clear cut. I was certain I was winning. Then I died. Died. Again. And I gotta start all over again? Fuck, he's done this 3,000 times. <laughs> it's tough, man. Yeah. I mean, I obviously not all of them are making it to the champion, but like... yeah. What else? Then Dark and Darker looks cool. I might give that a go. It's PC only, so you're not... Currently, right now, PC only. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of concepts in this game that I don't like. Uh-huh. This game screams anti-Chris. Like, Chris, don't play this game. This is this is not a game for you. But I'm going to play it. Hey, fair. I respect it. You got to try new things, man. I try some new things. No, you don't. You play the exact same game over and over on repeat. I played Spirit With a fair. different skin. I played Spirit Fair. <laughs> Played Human Fall Flat. Not by choice. <laughs> you were forced to do those. Shut up, man. But no, it's a uh, basically it's a dungeon crawl. Uh-huh. First person. So like think Skyrim. So your first person sword, shield, or spells. Dungeon crawl with you can either go solo or a team of three, and you go into a dungeon. You're there to kill monsters, get loot, and get out. Twist. There's other players. It's MMO. So there's other players there. And it's all PvP. Oh, so you're playing other players, trying to kill them and get their loot. So you're trying to kill monsters. So it's PvPVE. Okay. So you're killing monsters and players. So you can be sitting there like, we got all our loot. We have really good gear. We just got to find the portal to escape. And here comes a team of other people. They murder you, take all your shit. You're gone. You know what that sounds a lot like to me? Sword Art Online. <laughs> I mean, you don't die in the game. But 
uh, fucking stupid story. I need a lot of train of thought. But I don't know. I just find it interesting. Like, I hate PvP. I hate somebody that has more time in their day that can grind the game out and understand the game better than me, can be really good at the game. And I just want to, like, I want to have a good time with a couple friends. Mm-hmm. Let's go get some loot and have a good time and just be slaughtered. Yeah. And when you die, you drop all your gear. It's all over. You have to restart. And if you die from a monster, you drop all your gear. You die at all, you drop your gear. So it basically is permadeath. And you restart the game with basic. You restart your character. You, you still have a level. You, you're still level 15 or whatever level you're at. But all your gear is gone. You still have all your stats. All your gear is gone. Damn. That kind of blows. But yeah, I mean, I, I feel you. I don't like PvP either because admittedly, I'm not that great of a gamer, man. I'm a great gamer in the sense of the games I can play by myself, I'm going to fucking beat those games. You know what I mean? But I'm not that good of a gamer where I can play other people. I'm not. That's why I stopped playing Call of Duty. I pl- I, And don't get me wrong, Call of Duty is not a great game. All right? Sorry, Justin, if you're listening. I know you love the shit. But, like, Call of Duty is not uh, really a great game. It's the same game every year that they re-release with different fucking maps and shit. Basically it. But I enjoyed being able to get on my headset and play with Justin. We used to play every day, for hours, every day. And for a while, I got decently good at it. But when I put it down for a while, and maybe I didn't touch the new game that came out, and uh, and I missed a couple titles, when I tried to pick up a new one, instantly slaughtered. Instantly. The moment I step into a map, I'm dead. And I can't have fun if I'm just constantly dying and dying and dying and dying. Right? It's, it's it's not fun to me. It's just irritating. It's annoying. Yeah, I don't know. I I just I I love a cooperative game or just playing with friends. I love playing with friends. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. I, I like playing games with my friends. So if that means I got to play this PvP game, if I can get a couple people like interested, and like I'm, it's not it, it's like it's not my bag because I haven't. There's also another element to the game I haven't even brung up yet. But it's just like. If I got a couple buddies and like, oh man, we'll be like, let's try this game out, and we like it, and we have a good time, dying, whatever, doesn't matter. We all get to laugh at the end of the day, have a good time, doesn't matter. I'll play a fucking, I'll play a fucking uh, Call of Duty or a Valorant or a whatever. If I had a, if I, if you were playing those games or I had other friends, like, yeah, this is the game we play. I'm like, well, fuck it, I'll download, and play it, play it with you, and you suck at it, or you be pretty decent at it. But I don't, I just, I just like playing with friends. And like here, here's here's the the next element to the game that also makes it the, another twist. So not only if you die, it's permadeath. Basically, you lose all your gear. You're not only fighting monsters; you're fighting other players. They they gotta add it. It's fucking battle royale style. The map gets smaller mm. as you go through. Figures. So everything every, is anymore, right? Yeah. So you gotta you gotta you know you gotta stay within the circle. And in the circle strings, you got to stay within the circle. So you got to fight the map, you got to fight the players, and you got to fight the monsters. So is this like round by round type of game, or is this like a? It's like, it's like uh, the dungeon's like 10, 15 minutes. Okay. You have a fifteen minute timer, so you get into the thing. You got a fifteen minute timer, and then the dungeons have different levels, so you can use an exit portal and get out, and you're done if you can find one and get out and not die. And there's also, but there's also a down portal that takes you to the next level. That is the same. I think it's less time, but it's another map. And there's a boss down there, so you, now you could be fighting the boss, get the boss really close to dying. Other party comes in, kills you, finishes the boss, takes all the loot, and portals out. Okay, 
So you can continue this character on from map to map to map to map to map. Wait, if you but so it's not really round play necessarily. It is like each map is essentially a round, but that character continues. Yeah, if you if you portal out, you portal out with your gear. But if you don't, you're just done. You, you lose you everything. Lose okay. And then so that means you could, if you found really good gear and escape, the next time you go in the into the game, you might have better gear and can survive better than the person that died. Then because they're starting out with basic gear. Unless they had a bunch of money and stashed some gear, and they can rebuild their. There's another thing is you get a bunch of money and you can go buy you can buy items and put them in your stash. So you can if you die, you can just uh, go and reload load out your character. So the play would be like stash a secondary set of equipment gear. of gear, you know, almost as good as the gear you're wearing, but not quite as good because obviously you want to wear your best. But you stash like your second best set of gear. That way, if you die, you can just grab that, and you're yeah. you're not that bad off. So I think the I th- I think the play would be go in there with your basic gear, always. If you find good gear, stash it and keep going in as basic gear. Learn the game and understand the game using basic shit gear, and then use your good gear to really. And then like as soon as you get comfortable with the game, you should have a bunch of gear built up, and you can take that gear, load up your character, and start playing the game with it. And then if you die and lose that gear. It's not that big of a deal because you have more gear saved up. If you start losing a little too much of your gear, go back to playing with no gear and re-grind out and try to get more gear. Okay. And then you have you have fighters, you have bards, you have all your fantasy classes. Okay. I mean, I still I'm still probably not gonna play this game because right? yeah. I don't like the PvP aspect. And I think it's, and I think it's PC only at the moment. Well, but that's not like an end all for me. I have a PC. I just don't fucking use, use it. it. Yeah, it's, it's parts of the game like are appealing, and then majority of it battle royale style PvP all the time. None of that sounds appealing. Yeah, but I'm I'm I got a couple people. I got two people, and it's like I think you have a max party of three. I got two people that are like, we'll we'll give it a shot. So we'll see. I got I got that looking forward to. Yeah, you know, the only thing I have looking forward to is that uh, if I'd enable Charlie a little bit more. And let him play Fortnite more. He could potentially make me some money one day. Yeah, I don't know about that. Dude, his, one of his cousins is like 13 years old and actually makes money off this fucking game. He he does he enters like tournaments and shit. Like he's actually, I mean, for a 13 year old, he's fairly successful. You know what I mean? And I'm like, damn man, could Charlie be that good if I just let him play more and stop holding him back, <laughs> stop being a, a a responsible father, and and making him do other things than play Fortnite? <sighs> You're grounded, no Fortnite. It should be like, you're grounded, only Fortnite. <laughs> Play more Fortnite. Get good. Hey, he's like decently good. He's not like winning tournaments and shit, but he's won, you know, a handful of games. I've still never won a fucking single game of uh, of uh, Fall Guys. Fall Guys, me neither, man. If it makes you feel any better, me fucking neither. I got second place like twice. I've gotten like second to third, yeah. Like, and one time, second, I got second place to one of our friends that we were playing with. He felt so bad afterwards because he didn't know I didn't have my very first crown win. But we got up to the front and he took it. He fucking took the win. Oh, actually, it, this one, what, what game was it? Or what was the final round? It might have been the, uh, the falling, or like the, the, the floor that falls out from underneath you and then there's levels of it. The, the hexagon floors? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where we're on. And so he outlasted me. No, that's not what it was. Oh, I'm sorry. It was the one where you're you're on a single platform and stuff is coming at you that you have to try and 
get out of the way of, jump on top of, get off of, whatever. He outlasted me there. He didn't realize I was the only one left. And he didn't realize I hadn't won yet. He says he would have sacrificed himself for me so I could get a win. I didn't care. I don't want a sacrificed win. I wanted to earn one. But like my very first game that I played, I, I had so much hope. Because my very first game round that I played, I almost won. It was up the race, up the mountain, and then grab the crown. Yep. I was next. <laughs> the guy beat me to it. And that's only because I jumped too early. I was actually there first. But I jumped too early and I missed the fucking crown. I was so mad. See, those like Fall Guys is another game that is not in my wheelhouse of games I would play, but for some reason I was like, "Fuck okay, it, I'll give it a try." I haven't touched it in months, man. Oh, yeah, I, I haven't. I got over it pretty quickly. It was fun for a little bit while we were playing it. It was but... fun for a little bit, and if I had a, a consistent group of friends that like played games, like, "Yeah, hey, what was you?" I was like, "Fucking Fall Guys," and then we would play it for an afternoon or something. But even then, I mean, we had a consistent group, and I was like, "I don't really want to play tonight, guys. You guys play. I'll play something else." Fair enough. I'm I'm always down for a group game, so I I hate group games, man. I mean, you know this. But it depends me. on who you're playing with, really. Right. That, that's like, if it's kind of like people you're you're okay with, but not like great with, you'd be like, ah, eh, you know what? You guys, you guys can play that. I'll I'll catch something else later. Yeah, but like I mean, you know that about me, man. I don't like co-op. I don't like co-op because I like to play at my own speed. <laughs> you know, I don't. And like the narratives for co-op games, because I play for narratives, right? That's I play games that I enjoy the narrative in. Um. And I would almost argue narrative is is as important to me as gameplay itself, right? So if I don't like the narrative, I'm just not going to fucking play it. And most multiplayer games don't have a great narrative, realistically, because the purpose of those games is the multiplayer aspect. It's not the narrative. It's the fucking the gameplay aspect. Well, yeah, like, like a Call of Duty, their, their fucking campaigns just are dog there, shit. There is no fucking campaign. The new ones don't even come with a campaign yeah. anymore. I don't I think. think. Well, they they started bringing them back. Maybe okay, sure, I but, guess. But like after after a while, like they stopped coming with campaign. You bought this sixty dollar game just to buy a PlayStation uh, or Xbox membership so you could play with friends. Friends, yep. Right, like that's all it was. And then you spend another twenty bucks every four months on on maps. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just like I, I don't know. If we can keep like we just can keep stretching this out for another six minutes. But I just I like the idea of just playing with friends. Doesn't matter the game. Like there, there's those moments where you, there's the game for the story and like it's me time. Like I wouldn't want to play Final Fantasy X with another person. Oh come on, that would be cool though, right? Like you can control Titus, I'll control no. Riku. You have like fucking hurry up, man! Like fucking make your move. Sorry, man, I was stroking it. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's definitely games where it's like yeah, no, like I have my like this is me like Hogwarts. Hogwarts would be cool with co-op. Yeah, because you could both be battling at the same time and. Yeah, so that but but you you start losing kind of like the story like that'd be a fun like an afternoon. I wouldn't want to play that game if that game was always multiplayer and had a, like it was just the the school was full of people like an MMO. I'd have less fun with it. Yeah, but then just some like the little party games or like dark and darker like little games that you could play for like a couple hours and have a good time and then not play it for a little bit. And then you go, and you know what? Hey, what are you guys doing? No one's doing anything. Let's just fucking let's pick up Dark and Darker real quick and see what's going on. Let's pick up this. Let's pick up this weird puzzle game. Let's let's do this other little weird thing. Yeah. And I just like playing. Like I fucking bought Turtles because I thought like uh, I uh, knew a lot of people p- playing fucking Turtles. I'm like, all right, fucking we'll, we'll do some fucking co-op fucking Turtles. And then nobody fucking played Turtles. Yeah. And like I even bought a fight stick. <laughs> I built my own <laughs> fight fucking, stick. Yeah, you fucking did. I remember that. I'm, I'm going to have the full arcade fight stick pad. I custom built my own. It was cheap, and it doesn't work that well. 
but I built my own. I was like, I got my own stick. It's like I'm in an arcade. I'm like, who wants to play Turtles? He's like, ah, we're kind of over. I'm like, it's only been out for two days. You should, uh, you should emulate Tekken Three and then just play that, uh, play that, uh, that time trial with the fight stick. Same concept. Yeah. Once again, see, you play by yourself. I'm like, let me get a buddy. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I just don't like playing with people. I'm too fucking reclusive. I don't know. Like I'm I'm selectively reclusive is the problem, right? You're you're reclusive by force. I'm selectively reclusive. I was just about to say is like you you'd rather be just left alone and like nobody bug me and fucking I'm like hey, right? Like <laughs> I'm like, hey, anybody wanna play any games? They're like, fuck you, Chris. I'm like, I guess I'll play by myself. I really like to play with other people. I, if I could just like never play another game with another person, <laughs> I'd probably be okay the whole my whole life. You know, I, I don't know. It's just in my nature. I'm, and that's probably because the type of games I play aren't multiplayer. Because I have a specific niche, and I don't I don't venture outside my niche. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I grew up playing Diablo 2 online all the time. That's an exception, right? And and Well, like, not, 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 even, not even talking, like, us land partying Diablo. I'm talking about, like, playing on Battle.net. Okay. And fucking do, doing the grind of playing fucking all the MMOs I played as a kid. And then, like all the all the like the the N sixty four days where you went to somebody's house and you just sat there and played fucking Mario Party and Mario Kart and fucking um, uh, all the other Smash Bros and all that, or going playing Tekken at somebody's house or doing this. Yeah, my pro- I think my problem with multiplayer games really it comes down to the fact that I'm just not good at at games like Mario Kart and Mario Party and Smash Bros and stuff like like the very stereotypical multiplayer games. Everybody parties out and plays those games. I'm not good at them. I wasn't exposed to them often when I was a kid, right? Because short of going over to, like, CJ's house, I mean, who the fuck did we know that had an N64? I mean, I had one eventually. Eventually, right? Like, but... But, yeah, like, I guess uh, you, you had the PlayStation, you had your single-player games, and you you didn't have the co-op game. I guess, I get it. Like, we all played fucking GoldenEye like a motherfucker, though. Yeah. And I mean, we all played the fucking PS2 Agent Under Fire. I didn't play Agent Under Fire. I'm pretty sure everybody had fucking 007 Agent Under Fire, and we all fucking played that game. I don't think I did. Maybe I did. I don't think I did. I don't know. Maybe. I could be misremembering. But, but we definitely all played GoldenEye. Because everybody in the history of the world <laughs> has played GoldenEye. Um, but, no, I don't know. I just I was never exposed to him as a kid. I mean, the, the only fucking multiplayer games I had as a kid were, like, fucking Jet Moto. Right, you remember fucking Jet Moto? Yeah, we we played we played we played Ace Combat Co-op. We played fucking. Did we play Ace Combat Co-op? Yeah, fucking hey, I remember Ace Combat. Uh, Tony Hawk's were always fucking fucking uh, multiplayer. Fucking Jet Moto, all the racing games. Fucking Tony Hawk Underground, man. We started doing our own narrative too. When Deontay and I would play together, we would do our own fucking narrative. Yeah, we, we've talked about that. See, you guys got a little little silly there. Good times, man. Good times. I guess. But, this, like, that was it. I mean, that was the extent of it. We weren't competing against each other. We were just playing together. Yeah, I guess when it comes to, like, when it comes to a competitive thing, that's always the irritating part. Yeah. I, I hate competitive stuff. Yeah. I'm not a competitive person. Like, and that's why, like, Magic the Gathering is very frustrating. Because you go to a local game store and you go, let's, let's go play, let's play Magic and have a good time. Everybody's like, I'm here to win, damn it. And you're like, I'm here to have a good time. Yeah, and then you've got Try Hard. That lives in his mom base, mom's basement and spends twenty grand on a single deck. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at a deck like my buddy. He he built a uh, competitive level deck, and like at the point where cards are costing three, four hundred dollars a card, it's insane. So we're, I'm like, all right, you know what? I have a deck that's really close to a competitive level. Yeah, you know, I just have to upgrade several cards, 
Like, let me look into like how much it would cost for me because it's real close. It just needs a couple things and it starts becoming that really competitive level. The competitive level of my deck averages about twelve grand. Oh, that's so much money. That's a car. I know. <laughs> I owe twelve grand on my vehicle right now. That's what I owe left on my vehicle is twelve grand. That's a whole car. I only owe about eight. But like that's a whole car. <laughs> one card in that set. One card in that deck. Three grand. Oh, that's like a solid PC build. Like top tier. <laughs> and cherry on top. That one car that's worth three grand. I owned it. I sold it in two thousand nine. For probably about 250 bucks. Oh no, why? I needed the money. <laughs> uh, did you know it was worth three grand? I, I knew it was, I knew it was worth it. It was worth three grand back then.